All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast 137. We are your host, Bill and Darren. Today is March 30th, 2016. And Darren, how you doing, man? I am doing very well. It is uh, indeed already the end of March going into April. It feels like time is going by very fast this year. I was going to say, how does that uh, correlate with like being like 400 years old? Is it, is it all just a blur or, you know, is it, you know, you think millennially or like, you know, how, how does it work? No, no far too soon it's right around the corner and you'll you'll know <laughs> what it's like no you know it, it, to me though it feels like um we were just up in vancouver it like, does you know, yep it does and which look at like... all these people in chat hello mark Aurelius and burma and tarkas and all you guys malgus thank you for joining us today yes thank you to everyone out there hopefully you guys are having a great night evening wherever you are i'm uh i'm drinking a uh, a beer from texas again um did you hear the story texas about that beer. Um, no. So Texas Red sent me another beer, and the company that uh, shipped it shipped the wrong beer. And so, uh, uh, what, what did they ship? California like a, beer or something? It, no, it's a Texas. It's like a Pilsner, beachy, but evergreen hoppy. Yeah, it's drinkable. Anyways, um, so anyways, thanks you again, Texas Red. He's like, I'm gonna send you more of something that actually tastes good. And I was like, ah, you right. have your beer, man. I got my coffee. Oh, so let's go ahead and uh, dump, uh, so jump good. in here, dump in here, jump in here. Uh, let's dump everyone in here. <laughs> all the dump. Um, you know, I do want to point out what. Obviously, I mean, hopefully, it sounds like we're having fun. Um, Phil and I actually love doing this. I, I mean, this we'll get to this later on, but man, it sure feels good to just be. Kind of just in here chatting casual it's how i, I felt streaming last friday and yeah. i was back to that i was like you guys don't realize like i would rather be doing this than what i was doing and uh yeah the big giant head says are you guys in the same room studio or are you separated <laughs> it's interesting you bring that up and again that's something we'll get to a little bit later but we are separated by many miles somewhere around three thousand ish miles he's it's, on the east coast I'm on I, the I told coast. you someone brought that up last time which was we have the exact same there's only like three of them in the world i mean you have two of them and uh that uh that shimmery oh, oh the, the, the moonscape the yeah, 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 yeah we both have it right there so uh i love it yes it is by far the uh, best mech porn but anyways, let's go ahead and dive into a few things. Uh, first off, quick shout out to everyone out there. Hey, if you guys have Twitter and you have the, the ability and you want to help spread the word of the talk of the mech porn, retweets are appreciated. And of course, if you don't follow us on there, maybe today's the day you do that, mech bro. My God, dude, you're drinking out of a soup bowl. Like, that's what you're... That's not... You even have a spoon in it to lap it up. Like, that's... Come on now. That's... Coffee is God. Coffee is life. That's... Coffee is That's all. ridiculous. So, um, I know. All right. So, uh, first thing, announcements. Um, we have been a little bit slow on this, but uh, you know, it. There's reasons behind this. We're going to be doing a 12-hour stream. Reasons for the 10K followers on Twitch this Friday, April 1st. It is not a joke. It's going to be a 12-hour stream, and it might start before the uh, town hall, and it might start during the town hall or after um we're not going to give you a time or date just there may be mech commander involved <laughs> there might be mwo involved there might who knows mega mech who knows? The, we things we may have a podcast and just watch darren drink uh coffee out of his 
full like whatever it, we need to do whatever. yeah basically it'll be launched somewhere around plus or minus the town hall uh we'll be going till saturday morning or whatever um so looking forward to it yeah it has been delayed a little bit we'll get to the reasons behind the delays of that and other things a little bit later in the podcast um but we are excited and we are totally thankful and grateful for all of you for getting us to that uh benchmark Ten thousand is a lot and it's it's a struggle running a, a twitch channel um it, you know you're fighting for every single follow every single sub and it's been an amazing few years with you guys and we do appreciate it more than we can ever express um but hopefully we can have a lot of fun with you guys uh this coming friday night so speaking of which uh Let's go ahead and dump it. Uh, dump in. What is do up? You with need me? To, do you need to take a dump? Is this uh, some kind of like <laughs> Freudian slip? I don't know. I don't here? know. Um, if you do, please, uh, by all means. I need another beer. It. This is my first one. That's what it is. All right, let's all right. go jump into um, the the topics. We have we have two main topics today. We're going to be talking about the state of MWO generally. You know, it not going in depth, and then uh, also the state of NGNG. So, uh... Yeah, they kind of go hand in hand. Now, as most of you know, uh, maybe some of you don't, Phil and I are both, uh, we run NGNG, but we're also both employed by PGI. So we're kind of doing two things at the same time. Uh, we have our steady work that we do with PGI. Uh, some of that you guys see, some of it you don't. And then we have running NGNG, which has always been, I mean, hell, it started off as a passion project for Phil and I. Uh, for those of you that don't know the story, we met in MechWarrior Living Legends. We started uh, our outreach team. I recruited team him. Server. I recruited him. He was he was lost. He was out there by himself. We have uh, we have different opinions on how the meeting <laughs> happened, but regardless, um, we started outreach team speak and we started doing a podcast just for fun. It was a good year, over a year, uh, of us doing the podcast before we even had any official support from PGI or became employed. Um, and so it's always been a passion project for us. And it's always something that we've wanted to do so much more with. That's the main thing that I'm getting at here is that, that we, I mean, we have a list, I don't know how long of things that over the years that we've wanted to do, but it's a matter of time, obviously. And it's a matter of what somebody brought up, uh, the big giant head, um, about being 3,000 miles separated from each other. So You keep diving into that. I know. We will be getting into that. That'll, that'll be the state of NGNG, but we are going to kick it off with the state of MWO. And this, like Phil said, we're not getting into super detail here. We're going to keep it kind of general. But if there's anything that is brought up in this discussion that we feel like or you feel like needs to get um, more in-depth coverage, then we can come back to it for sure. So basically, Phil, you want to kick us off the state of MWO yeah, for so, us, I mean, this it, is from, obviously from our perspective. So let's go, let's, let's go dive into it. I mean, we have where are things in MWO today? I mean, you know, I think... This is a pretty broad topic. You could say gameplay. You could say uh, you know balance. You could say maps. You could say um, community warfare. But if we were to say what what are the f the four pillars of MWO? I mean, you have mech combat, role warfare, information warfare, and community warfare. Now, or my four pillars: Warhammer, Marauder, Rifleman, and Archer. So I mean, of course, yeah. But so, go ahead. Yeah, no. So I mean, we've got community war, and I feel like this is a a big thing looming over everyone's head right now, especially the the, the community warfare phase three. I mean, we are we we just had uh, a unit send us an email with suggestions of what they would do to CW uh, community warfare, and it was like, guys, you know, like good on you for taking the initiative and writing something up, but it was like none of this actually really matters because 
of phase three. Like phase three has the potential to change whether or not units actually give a shit about playing community warfare because there's there's no tangible reason just to play. There's no resources. You know, we've got a lot of issues with like how big and they're consolidating things to you know a planet, which I thought was really awesome. And uh, you know, they're separating solo and and group and except solo if you're non-affiliated. So if you're affiliated to a unit and you drop, you're going to be facing groups. And um, I, I'm sort yeah. of torn on this. I'm, I'm, th there are some hurdles that I'm, I'm still a little bit concerned with CW3. Even with CW3, there's some hurdles. Do you want to know about yeah. them? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we've said from the beginning of Community Warfare. Um, it's ambitious. Having... Oh, of course. 24 hours is ambitious. But what I was referring to more directly... Um, sorry, Grace and Death, when are you two going to do a tandem 24-hour stream? Uh, we're getting started this Friday right after the town hall, maybe right before the town hall with a tandem 12-hour stream. So let's use that as a warm-up. We'll, we'll consider 24-hour down the road. But anyway, I think from the beginning, because especially I came from World of Tanks background, um, we've always kind of agreed that there needs to be a reason for fighting community warfare more than just putting your tags on a planet. Um, you know, I mean... Obviously, gameplay was a huge factor back in my World of Tanks days, but also a big factor in our doing Clan Wars, um, community or World of Tanks version of Community Warfare, um, was because of the gold. We wanted to own the properties that paid us gold so that uh, we can, you know... Uh, back well, then, I mean, too, you, you also had gold ammo, which was exclusive to being purchased. Yeah, but that was besides the point. I mean, gold could do a lot of things, premium time, uh, tanks, whatever. It was just getting something uh, for your efforts other than, other than bragging rights. But also, it's not while – I, while I do think that's extremely important, I think that's a huge thing, and we've been uh, bringing that up with Russ uh, since day one with Community Warfare. But I also think it's a lot more than that, obviously. It's the gameplay. It's the queue times. It's the – you know, whatever makes it interesting enough to do the hard thing, which being an ex-unit uh, leader, the hard thing in something like Community Warfare or Clan Wars World of Tanks is keeping a unit together, keeping a unit interested, keeping a unit motivated. It's a lot of um, pressure on leaders of units. It's really difficult. And so for me, that's what I'm looking for most of all is um obviously you want the motivation to keep it interesting but you want it to be also easier to keep units together interested um you know can, and, can, yeah, let, and, let me ask you i mean from mm -hmm. from a uh, you said sort of motivating the troops if you will but also uh in regards to like drop collars um do you think that the 24 like the 24 hours so i mean community warfare is 24 7 now it's ambitious because what that what that's counting on is that uh, you know instead of having regional servers where you're potentially locking out a certain population like Euro or Oceanic or whatever you have everyone in the same but then that may create some time zone warfare right or uh, in the case of currently because there's so many planets and blah 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 you get uh, you know long wait times and stuff one of the main issues I've had with CW3 has always been sort of uh, the, um, the the struggle, if you will, with units to keep up 24-7. I think, is that, is that a tangible, is that something that uh, puts a drain on drop callers to where they're always having to be available, they have to be on call 24-7, whereas something like uh, World of Tanks, I mean, you have talked about it, which is, you know 24 hours 
ahead of time who you're fighting, when you're fighting. Um, and you have a, a, a time stamp from certain period to certain period. And I'm just, <laughs> Darren's having some packet issues. I think you're good. I think you're good. No, that was actually, it, I would, it was your packet loss. It was down to 50%. They won't hear it, but I did. Um, basically, but just to make sure you were, I got what you were saying. You were talking about the 24-hour um, yeah, ba basically, I mean, is. yeah, how hard it is. I mean, it's sort of sacrificing the, the, you know, the aspect of you have to keep up this thing, right? This this gauntlet of, of, of progression and grind to keep and hold potential planets, right? And you, coordination between multiple units and stuff. And what about time zones and stuff? I mean, we've, we, me and you have both witnessed times in Warfare and EVE, whereas the World of Tanks model says from 8.30 to 11.30 p.m. Eastern, your North America time frame for fights are between this time, and you know who, what, how many battles you have. And, and, I, and I feel like that's probably, to me, the biggest thing is, okay, we've given the reason to play. Is it sustainable? And that's where I don't really have an answer yet because we don't have CW3. And so once CW3 comes out, I'm really intrigued to see if having the consolidation to a planet and there being multiple things going on on a planet will be enough to sustain, you know, to or there's not obviously pros and cons for both methods having 24 hour or having it scheduled. Um, which one will work better? You know, I don't know. I, I think ultimately the first step is getting the motivation and the reason for community yeah. warfare, i.e., payoff. You know, that's the first big step. Um, how much motivation will that provide? Will that get people, you know, covering all the time zones? Will it make units decide to work together, maybe consolidate, maybe split up? What is going to be the player reaction to Community Warfare Phase 3? Yep. I think based on that community, th that, you know, basically the community reaction to uh, Phase 3 will determine whether or not the 24-hour cycle is sustainable or realistic. Um, I think well, it could be, and I think it and might al not And be. also I think that the other big thing with... Uh phase three is the split between solo and group. And, and I still have my concerns with saying, what is C, what is CW? Like to me, when I think of CW, I think of end game, right? That, that is where you go to compete and that's where we really want units. Uh, I mean, we have a bunch of units already in chat 228 this talk, and I'm sure there's others that, uh, that's where you want your competitive actual nature to be going, right? Going for these planets and stuff. And, you know, there's other outside leagues or whatever. But to, for me, it's the, the it's where you go and practice and you have your matches and, you know, you, you're, you're having that competitive edge. Well, is it really competitive if, let's just say 228 uh, is using it, for example, they're actually, they're, they're dropping us at 12 man. But even with phase three, they can go up against hodgepodge groups. So to me, that, that always, like, is that competitive is that what you really want so we're, we're sacrificing match quality to allow uh, you know more numbers and the fact of you can drop solo or a small group and you're not required to have 12. i mean how do you feel about the the 12 or well or what i'm not feeling right 12? now is that this is potentially a topic like we mentioned that we want to come back to and get in more depth um i do feel like we kind of should move on into other topics well, as it, far it, as it, interview. we have a lot of questions we're excited because I, I think there's potential. It'll be interesting, I guess, for me hearing what units are actually doing. And and where I think, Darren, this is actually really important, is me and you are actually able to participate. I can't wait, dude. Like, honestly, so, uh, you know, we've been waiting for the. We obviously have alts, but 
working with the alts is a pain in the ass. I'd I'd love to get it so that our mains can uh, stream in start, it. We'll drop with you know different units, have some fun, uh, get exposure for the different units that are out there, and also for uh, Phase Three Community Warfare. Um, but also just to be clear, all you know, we we may not be getting into details about this today. We may do um, another podcast with this as the main topic, but also this is going to be one of the main topics, if not the main topic for the town hall this coming friday night at 6 p.m pacific 9 p.m eastern russ will be doing a town hall and uh you know so he'll be talking a lot about phase three and naked teats thank you for the host sir so what else is going on with mwo right now um you know we've got something pretty big coming down the road i mean i, I think and that's rescale. actually potentially yeah i mean a couple big things rescale being a huge one I, um, I I look at Rescale being not necessarily game huge, but it has the potential of making mechs that have been severely overscaled or underscaled and, and sort of leveling the fields to where, you know, oh, hey, you already have a mech that's a knuckle dragger. Oh, not to mention it's gigantic. Then, you know, it may help that just slightly. And for, for me, that means the potential for some of these variants chassis actually be this used. whole global rescale thing caught me off guard and it was one of those just awesome pleasant surprises from russ um we've all been wanting rescales and you know we can get past the fact that yes it's unfortunate that they were released in the game uh you know not scaled properly um but moving past that just the fact that they're doing an entire global rescale the amount of effort i don't i don't know how many people understand what what that entails well we don't it's know huge. what it entails and yeah, that, that's we're... that's what was surprising to me was the previous town hall. He said it's going to require a ton of work. And then it was like some someone somewhere was like, hey, we probably could do it this way. And it was like, oh, you know, maybe. So th that would be really cool hearing from like the, the, the guys like Dennis and stuff like that. That like why what happened? What what made you guys decide like, oh, yeah, this is definitely uh, practical. Yeah, I mean, and and I think it it is time that we have Dennis on a podcast again. Um, but just so you guys know out there in the community, one thing we are working on behind the scenes, uh, hopefully, maybe the next, um, I don't know if it'll be the next vlog or if it's going to be something separate from the vlogs, but we are looking at presenting um, to you guys a, the, the whole entire process of creating a mech, literally from, uh, you know, Alex Iglesias doing the concept art all the way through the 3D modelers, the texture artists, the um, the animators, uh, just everything that it takes to get a mech from start to finish the whole process. We'll do some time-lapse uh, stuff. And I think people will be surprised with how much work goes into getting just one mech into the game. And so the whole idea of the global rescale, it's amazing. I'm super happy. I was so happy when uh, it was announced. Um, and it's going to make some uh, mechs uh, just a lot better looking. And, and, and you know better performers because of the yeah. size um but some of them are getting you know new geometry like if you've yeah. seen the uh the catapult man that looks sexy yes. but uh, and some of them have to i mean you got to think like the awesome actually wasn't really overscaled it was just it, it was just wider than a barn door so how do you fix that and, and those are the I type did. of things where you have to slim it down in areas this and that so it'll be interesting seeing if they do that on on certain and i would love to see this continue this like maybe it's just Every once, you know, every once in a while or the series, every, you know, patch, they, you know, hey, we're going to do this to this mech because, you know, or, or, hey, it's really skinny. So we're going to, whatever it is. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, and yeah, Bainstorm, that was Lauren uh, Bamlet doing, uh, she's yep. a texture artist. And so we've recently kind of started an initiative 
Uh, Phil and I obviously are big time into mech porn. Uh, we believe in the power of mech porn. Um, and we've wanted to, we've both been big proponents of getting um, some of the artists doing creative streams. And so we've been pushing for that. And it finally uh, has happened. It's come to fruition. So we hope you enjoy and, it. We're glad. And I also think that, that not only does it humanize the devs, which we've used, it also shows you like it isn't as easy or it isn't as quick or and yeah. when you see the process and you know when you if you've watched lauren stream or if you haven't uh you probably should uh she's done the king crab and a few of the other mechs catapult where you can literally see like that the the tools they're using why it's so difficult why it, sometimes it takes so long and then you multiply that by how many different chassis how many different variants how many different camo patterns how many different patterns and <laughs> like crazy. and i'm like is there an easier way like there's isn't there just like a red I button don't, you can I push? Don't, there's got to be a button. <laughs> there's got to be a button somewhere. Like that's We that's need to thing. invent that. But anyways, very, very cool. Okay, so the next thing that I think is game-changing. Yeah, this is pretty huge. But we haven't heard details. And for those who don't know, again, we're sort of talking about the state of MDBO and, and what's going on. And is when Russ mentioned this new heat scale. Now, he hasn't released much information. We're, we're wondering if he's going to do that Friday. Um but one of the things he did drop a hint on was Twitter. Um, homeless Bill out there had proposed a energy drain system, had a whole write-up and blah, blah, blah. And he had tweeted Russ, hey, you guys should really look into doing something you know, like this or exactly like it, blah, blah, blah. And Russ tweeted back, uh, it's along the lines of this, which if you don't know about the energy drain system, I, I encourage you to go read his, his uh, if someone wants to link that in the, the chat. But this is huge because ghost heat, heat scale, at least to me, it fails on two big things. And that is one, being displayed properly to the player instead of just a warning, but a, a, an actual display like when you're actually in game. Uh, and two is uh, you can get around ghost heat. And it's one of those where the questions I have for this new system is, does it fix those two things? And then also, what makes this new heat scale system any different than the current system? What, what, why is it better? And why does it require the, the time of thought to, to be put in? And that's what I'd like to, the public to know. Uh, classical equation, that probably is already the case, so uh, we don't need to build that in. Yeah, I mean, obviously this has the potential, I think we should use that word, potential to be a game changer we don't know the details we will hopefully find the details out soon maybe like you said friday night at the town hall but uh definitely had you know the heat ghost heat whatever heat scale has been a, a, a hot topic since day one <laughs> so it will be very interesting to see where this goes and, and how it affects so the game. for those that don't know the energy drain system he originally sort of proposed homeless bill back in the day was that weapons were assigned a drain value and you only had, it's sort of like having a, a drain capacity. And when you exceeded that capacity with whatever combination of weapons you're firing, that it would have negative effects of, of, of somewhat. And so um, you couldn't get around. So like the dual gas, dual ERP, you can't, you know, like that's, you know, within a certain window. Um, so anyways, it'll be interesting seeing details about that or if he even has details, but I think that has the biggest gameplay implications. And also, Darren, with that, that goes into, we've already talked about Community Warfare, that's on our dock, but it sort of goes into the MW World Championships that are coming up in tourney because are these things we're talking about, is Rescale, 
is the heat changes going to be in before the starts or how much time would you give the, the, the teams on target this new new things? And then when does that snapshot of production go and then go to like public test and it doesn't change? And I feel like that's really important because you want to give them at least two weeks, three, two, a month to a two weeks. I think two weeks is bare minimum, but I think you should be able to give uh, units a, a public test server or whatever server or whatever build they're going to be playing on enough time on target to know what are the changes or if there are any changes and how does it affect their gameplay. But I think those two dramatically can, it can, it can alter how things are going to go down in the tournament. I mean, I still think your good, really top units are going to be really good units, but it's the fact of it may change how the games look, how they function, what builds are being taken, the pace of the matches and everything. And I feel like that's, that's a really cool thing, but is Dirty Scrub happen? says uh, that he's fine with Ghost Heat. A lot of people are fine with Ghost Heat. A lot of people don't know what Ghost Heat is. I don't have, you know, I mean, I I think there's issues with Ghost Heat or um, Heat Scale. Uh, however, if there's a better system, if a better system is available and, and workable, then I'd rather go with a better system, obviously. And Scrandom says uh, that really it just comes down to limiting damage, um, you know, that people will min-max around everything. I agree with that. Uh, it, it really does come down to, you know, limiting damage and uh, time to kill. So we'll see what happens with it. Um, whoa, sub-hype. Uh, you want to announce? Jeez, man. We just got Adestria four <laughs> months in a row, Zoological three months in a row, and Azure Raven three months in a row. Azure Raven, thank you guys so much. Thank you for, for your resubbing. Everyone. Much appreciated, Mech Bros. Yeah, and was that like planned? Did you guys go three, two, one? <laughs> no, I, I don't know what. It's, uh, uh, what? and we just had Keon in for four months in a row. Why is it only doing this? I don't know. I'm going to look into it. I'll look into it afterwards. It's supposed to be doing like follows too, but, uh, but yeah, anyway. so. It Thanks has for the subs, guys. Thanks for the support. I, I feel like this is actually a really good question for this Friday. And it's saying, hey, Russ, that window of opportunity, it's the end of March, April, May, June. When, you know, when are things kicking off? Now, um, is they mentioned a date of attorney stuff being posted, right? Is that that's something that you're sort of working on? Is that something that can the go website up signups are supposed to go up this week? So um, I know that everybody has been insanely busy prepping the website um so i'm assuming by friday like when we're doing the town hall it should be up uh barring any technical difficulties um but they're working their ass off uh and pgi has been um you know uh, uh consulting with a lot of the uh comp scene the comp crowd as far as setting this up and a lot of what we're doing is directly from their suggestions. So it's going to be really cool. I'm super excited about this. MWO World Championships 2016. There's going to be so much fun stuff. I mean, we're, it means obviously we're going to be together at an event somewhere again this year, uh, at least one. Just hold me um, tight. And, and it means, you know, there's going to the whole comp scene. I love it. You guys out there, they're in the podcast, uh, in the chat that uh, I, I saw Bandit out there. And some people know how much uh, I have a passion for that scene. Oh, for, and for beards, uh, Bannett knows that too. So you but, know, it's, uh, with that though, it's gonna be big. They they just had a, a match, a few matches, and some there was some drama going around. But um, I, there was some teams that were coming sort of out of left field and and really taking it to oh, yeah. units that had been around for a while. And uh, and 
You know what? I, what is a comp scene without drama, though? Oh, I mean, you, you, you've you no, got a bunch I of... Feel, yeah, I feel, well, you know, it's one of those where, like, you know, it, it's it's... It's sort of like that, you know, you've talked about it, like rivalry football and, you know, you know, it's just, you know, you, for well, some odd reason. You, actually, you know, look at Eve, man. Look at all the uh, <laughs> politics and Eve. Oh, man. The just, drama and politics Just don't take the bait when they come in and, no. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah. what it is. You're going to, there's always going to be people that are pain in the ass and whether they're really assholes or whether they're trolling and having fun or whatever, who knows, but it is what it is. Is it, it um, role-playing? I think it might be a role-playing. You know, like, <laughs> um, Anyways, guys, that is the state of MW according to Darren and Phil. Although, but like we said at the beginning, that was really There's generous. more. Was, there's but I feel so like those more. are, I feel like those are the, like, Rescale and Heatscale are potentially... Well, we get into like, things like uh, the game modes that have just recently, yep. you know, the new game mode. And, and I, I think there's a lot of stuff that we need to... So, I, you know what, let me amend that that wasn't really the state of the game that was a really quick brush over of the state of the game what's, well or, and what's coming or more mostly what's coming and what could change the state of the game i think if we're going to do a proper state of the game we'd have to totally focus 100 percent on that for the topic and maybe one or two that's points like, that's like hours of conversation hours and hours like of that's... conversation but anyway hey uh we're do we're getting into this next anyway but we're going to be doing the podcast on a regular schedule so maybe we can make room for a more in-depth state of the game specifically things like uh you know phase three community warfare um the the 24-hour cycle maybe the new game mode yeah, what's happening with I, game modes I, I feel like a big conversation piece and if if i was to say what outside of those things what are some of the the, the topics to be uh said and and i do think the idea that what about role warfare i think that really needs to be said what about game modes how how does it tie into role warfare um because if you look at the game, we have kill the enemy team, and we have or outcap the enemy team, and that's that's the only roles we actually have in the game, uh, which is fine if that's what it is. Uh, but then we have certain game modes that cut out one of those. I mean, skirmish cuts out, and it's always about kill. And if you just look at the game just through just kill the enemy team, there are mechs that are clearly better. So, you know, um, and I feel like that conversation would be really awesome to have uh, about how do you then say, uh, you know, look at game modes of role warfare um, and say, how, what is a role? How does it, how is it assigned? What's assigned if it's assigned to a mech and how does that determine anything about it? And then um, I feel like that's one of the things I'm not talking about information warfare. I'm, I'm talking about role warfare, the idea of, of, you know, one of the pillars, you have mech combat and role warfare. How does that tie into so um i feel like to me that would be a hot yeah. topic yeah and and game modes i think we do need because we were talking about this before we started the podcast game modes we wanted to get into it but uh obviously we need more time dirty scrub says want to buy combat escort mode you know what the uh the dlc for this, the star wars quote-unquote battlefront uh game God, don't even get me started on that but uh anyway their their recent <laughs> uh their first dlc has a basically a combat escort mission and uh, I would love to see something like that in MWO, but I do think we need to get a little bit further on with the development of the AI. Um, but, you know, again, maybe that's something Russell... I heard, I saw people in chat earlier saying they want a single-player game oh, mode. That is coming, too, and that's just more stuff that Russ is going to have to talk it's about. It's on the list of... Uh, the, the list. The list. Uh, saw him over at, uh, on Reddit. I pinged oh, yeah, him, yeah, I was like, 
I was like, hey, dude, uh, you're going to do another uh, list so we can, you know, get it to Russ and stuff and maybe touch in. Anyways, uh, but let's go ahead and move yeah. on. So we, we talked about sort of the upcoming state of possibly MWO, and, and I feel like those are discussion topics. Post-discussion, post I feel like that really wasn't a state of MWO, so we won't call it that. But yeah, anyway, stuff that's coming and maybe potential topics for upcoming uh, podcasts. But yeah, we're moving on to, and this is the correct uh, discussion or topic, um, the state of NGNG. Oh, dude, we're all screwed. We're it's zombies, bro. Like, <laughs> so what is the state of No Guts, No Galaxy? That's what we're going to talk about next. So we recently were contacted by Microsoft. And, no. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> so last time we had a podcast, someone, I'm not going to name any names, was like, hey, you know what sounds like a great idea? have a podcast every week and then some people were like hey why don't you guys have a podcast where's podcast 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 no um sometimes i think we're a little bit over ambitious sometimes i think we uh have good intentions and it's one of those where sometimes we just get tired um and and, (laughs) speak for yourself old man like (laughs) you don't get tired no sometimes i get tired no i mean we Honestly, Phil and I have talked about this a million times. I mean, we would do a podcast every single day if we could. Um, but obviously, we want to at least be doing one once a week. So we're here again. And hopefully, we can stick to that. That's our goal. So uh, we want to be doing it every speaking Wednesday. Speaking of which, we used to do a podcast every Wednesday. And Darren would hate me if I put him on the spot for saying I think we should do it every Wednesday. Well, we're going to try. We're going to try and do it every Wednesday. But there's more in this conversation about the current state of NGNG that has to do with our schedules. Schedule. So uh, yesterday while I was streaming, so um, I told people uh, Monday through Friday, um, I'm going to be streaming 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, The only exception to that would be Thursdays. Uh, My soccer matches from seven to 10, depending. So that's going to be impromptu if I do stream. Um, but uh, all the other days, 9 p.m. Eastern. And I feel like one that gives you guys a clear idea of when I'm going live every single day. Uh, it allows us to do whatever as far as manage everything our time beforehand. Um, but 9 p.m. Eastern. And so, um, you know, basically that's that's what I am. I am being held accountable for. That's what I'm streaming. Yeah, I mean, obviously right now, NGNG for the most part uh, consists of streaming and podcasts um, and our website and, you know, various community things that we're doing. But uh, the biggest, as far as content goes, it's it's obviously streaming in the podcast and then the the, the YouTube page. But um, so Phil is committing and he's, you know, his streaming I'm schedule. Yep. Um, some of our other stuff has cleared up a little bit, so he has more time to do that. Um, podcast, we're going to try and do at least once a week, and I think we can stick to that. Uh, some are saying uh, daily podcasts would be uh, too much. I agree. Consider, but just keep one thing in mind. Uh, if we do more podcasts, they'll probably be shorter podcasts. So less often, more time, more often, less time. Uh, because you're right, we don't want the podcast to get stale. And in fact, a big part of kind of our break with podcasts is that we've been doing them for like almost four years, and we've talked about everything 10 times each, every topic, you know. Um, not that we don't want to keep talking about Mech Warrior and Mechs and Battletech and all that, but uh, we just felt like the the creative spark we were losing a little bit. But it, it's coming back. Uh, there's some exciting things that we're obviously talking about and a lot of uh, cool things coming up. Now, one of those things that are coming up, um, obviously, like we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, on April 1st, following the town hall and maybe a little bit before, and somebody said the town hall does not count towards the 12 hours. 
we will not count the, uh, the town hall towards the 12 hour stream. But this Friday night after the town hall, we will be continuing our 12 hour stream, Phil and I streaming together. Um, and oh, are you streaming or am I streaming? I don't know. Maybe we'll tag team. Who knows? We don't know how we're going to do it, but we will be uh, with you for 12 hours um, continuous. Maybe we do but, something like this where you're in the bottom corner and I'm in the bottom corner and no we could we may uh, you know we'll, we'll see too much? we'll do something fun but we will uh we will be doing a 12-hour stream but then also uh coming up the week of april 11th um so boy <laughs> i'll let you dive into this um i'm just yeah. sitting here i got beer. as a lot of you know um i've been wanting to move my family for quite some time in fact this time last year, I was expecting to move up to Washington, the Seattle, Washington area. Um, I am still in the process of moving. Things didn't work out uh, last year for doing it, but things are working out this year for moving. We're just not quite sure where we're moving to. One place we are looking at is Seattle, Washington, so that I can be closer to the PGI office and get in there more often. But another place that we're looking at equally is, boy, am I even going to say this? I'm going to say it. North Carolina, where Phil lives, um, we are actually seriously considering moving to North Carolina. And the only reason for that uh, would be so Judge that I can love me. That's what it is. Oh, no. OK, so the only other reason oh, okay. uh, for doing it is so that Phil and I can be in the same location. We can get an office, we can get a studio and we can totally ramp up our production. We want to do in-person podcasts so that we are in the same room. Uh, so don't we, we don't have the technical issues that we deal with when we're doing it from opposite coast. Um, we want to be able to stream tabletop games. We want to be able to bring guests in. We want to be able to just, there's a million things that we can do that we've been, it's been much more difficult to do now because we'll have basically, um, you know, all of our computers in one spot. We don't have to transfer huge gigs of files over Dropbox or whatever. There's so many logistical things that make being on the opposite end of the country very difficult for Phil and I to do the things that we've wanted to do for a long time. So I'm basically <laughs> taking my family out to North Carolina. Uh, we are going to seriously be looking at the place, uh, the whole area for a week um, and considering if we want to make the move. It's very scary for me. Uh, my wife and I are totally West Coast people. Uh, I, grew, I grew up in the I grew up in California though. Like, I know. Like, so that's... anyway, that is what's happening. This is huge, guys. If we do end up moving out there, um, it's going to change everything as far as what NGNG is and does. Um, it's going to give us a lot more opportunity and allow us to be a lot more efficient and just make cooler content. So very nervous, very excited. But that's where we're going to be the week of the 11th or the 15th. So I will not be home. But on Tuesday, April 12th, Phil and I will be doing a live podcast in person from where he is sitting right now. You'll see me sitting next to him. Um, so yeah, we're going to do our first in person podcast ever. You know, we haven't done one ever in person. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a true story. Uh, but also with that, I mean, we've talked about, hey, you know, it'd be really cool if we could play t tabletop. Well, guess who has like 198 minis? Um, who has, I mean, those are the type of things, uh, uh, you know, uh, just to have a, a podcast where you're right here and stuff. I mean, it, it changes everything, being able to do some of the, the things, review of, of everything, um, green screens, you name it, who all that fun stuff. So we, we've talked about it. In, in Gag like, me with a spoon. I haven't heard that since the fucking 80s. Someone was like, um, so they can touch beards together. There will be much too much power. Yeah. I don't know about that. But, um, 
Yeah, no, it's uh, it's one of those things where we've talked about in length for the longest time. It is crazy because it's been already freaking three months since uh, uh, Vancouver, which is like that. And so um, here we are already going into April, and it's, it's been almost four months. And uh, anyways, Bain, but yeah. Bainstorm, I am not even considering Texas. I would never consider Texas. Sorry for anybody who lives in Texas, but uh, no, thank you. Um do, are we going to go on the reason why you're not really considering Washington anymore? Or for, you know? <laughs> no, I am still considering Washington. So, uh -huh. um, uh -huh. but anyway, but yeah, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, it, it is exciting. Tuesday is going to be a big day though, guys. So be sure if you're around, stay tuned or tune in. Uh, we, we will be doing a live uh, podcast uh, from Phil's room and uh, we may be doing some live streaming as well. My uh, wife is going to take my daughter to, uh, I think into Raleigh or something like that while we're doing all this to kind of explore. Uh, Got to sell my wife as well. Darren is blushing. The beard rubbing really got to me. Yeah, you know how much it takes to get me to blush? Um, not much. Sometimes. Depends. Anyway, it is going to be a big week. It's So again, that's a week from the 11th to the 15th. I'll be in North Carolina. Uh, Phil will still be streaming some, although Phil and I are going to be hanging out a lot. He's going to show me around North Carolina. Um, well, let's be fair. I, I live, uh, for those that may know, the Raleigh area is like, you got did Raleigh. Did I just say I'm going to sell my wife? What did I say? <laughs> what did I say? Totally sell. Like a... <laughs> Sorry, Rebecca, you got to go. It's, you How know... much do I expect to get for oh, her as much gosh. as I can but, to pay uh, for the trip? Yeah, so we're really excited. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, like it was like, well, one, I'm not Two moving out to California. Two goats sold. <laughs> yeah, um, well. You lived in California for a long time, and now you. But you know what I'm saying as far as being nervous, right? I mean, I don't. I don't know, because I mean, I, I I moved around a lot. Uh, I mean, dude, I. California. I was in. Four, four, three different middle schools, two different high schools. Like so, I moved around a lot. Then going into the military, always, I mean, like always, So it was one of those things where. I don't know. I'm sort of sick and tired of moving. It's actually nice having a house and I'm, you know, at least <laughs> the, the next like, you know, five years or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, anyway, it's going to be an awesome <laughs> week. A lot of potential. I'm just reading chat. Yeah, I don't, right? Yes, we realize that. Bro's, Thank you. Bro's got to hang, bro. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. So um, one thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ha try to have ready for hand. you is... Um, uh the the stream and and the viewers have helped me uh, raise some funds to get my kegerator my fridge fixed so so I'm going to try to have some beer on tap for uh Darren and and fam when they come out but no I'm I'm really excited it's it's past overdue and all we got to do is convince you and the wife to just mostly the wife Malgus yes we're very aware of hurricanes um that's been a topic of discussion it's the um the debate between Hurricanes and earthquakes. Which one is easier I've, and wi wiser to live? I've among, lived through both, and I'll tell you, earthquakes fucking suck. All right. Well, I feel like I don't have a problem with earthquakes. I've lived in California my entire life. It's been earthquakes my entire life. We've always been told of the big one my entire life. The prop, the difference though. Here's a big difference to me: earthquakes, you have no warning. Hurricanes, you have warning. So the only way you get caught in a hurricane, I don't know, is like just. Having your head in, buried in the hole. I've lived in North Carolina you're... since 99, and I've never had to worry about... Like, if you're on the, the coast, yeah, you're, you're probably screwed if there's something. 
but dude, eighty nine earthquake, eighty seven, eighty nine, the big one, yeah, that that was balls, dude. Con- was... Consider also, my wife was wanting to move us to the the big island of Hawaii, and because um, <laughs> her family used to live there. So literally, we're the way it's it's weird thinking about it. The way we are looking at where we're gonna move was, do we want to deal with a volcano, earthquakes, or hurricanes? So yeah, anyway, you're just on a roll, man. Like that's... I know, right? <laughs> But uh, anyways, just want to say thank you guys for coming out. And uh, so, yeah, no pretty doubt. pretty short podcast, uh, you know, only an hour Actually, or so. Actually, was it? <laughs> uh, but uh, we are going to be diving into uh, next Wednesday. Uh, we will have a podcast. As, as I said earlier, I'll be streaming uh, every night at 9. Today, or on this Friday, we've got a 12-hour stream that will be kicking off. We won't count the town hall if it is going on uh, during that time. And uh, we're just going to have some fun. And uh, just want to say a big thank you guys. Uh, to to everyone who's there, everyone who's who's followed us, everyone who's subscribed on our YouTube channel, all of our our subs, our viewers, our followers, our Patreons, our Facebookers, our forum goers, like it's it's real, man. Everything's it, just growing and growing. It it, it does. C- Caddy clone says, "Move to Australia, then all you have is a wild." You know what? <laughs> you could have Australia. Everything is trying to kill you in Australia. Dude, there is no, a there is a jellyfish that is the I size know. of your pinky that's see through that. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, no, I, I do want to say thank you guys uh, so much for all of your support throughout the years, your continued support. Like it's me and Darren have jobs because of you guys. Like I I, I want to make that very clear. What we do is because of your guys is sort of your your faith and and I mean it's it that's and your push towards uh you know always making our content better and hey you know why aren't you having a podcast and stuff like that we've always sort of had that drive from you guys and it's it's uh, shaped us into what we are today and and again um thank you guys so much i it blows me away that uh you know um log in and we have this this I don't know. This this much support from people all over the world, and uh, I think they they we have an awesome community. We always have, and uh, yeah, I mean, I I love the BattleTech Mech Warrior community. I've said it a million times. I'll say it a million more. I love you guys. Um, and Phil's right. Uh, we wouldn't be where we we wouldn't have uh, jobs with a game developer with PGI without you guys and the people that supported us in the beginning. Um, so thank you and. Uh, know where our heart is honestly i mean like i said earlier we would do these every single day if we could we love hanging out with you guys i miss it big time i totally miss it um and it's just because we're being kept so busy uh from with pgi because of your support and and what we're able to do with them um you know the little kid 1984 buying the 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 tabletop game of BattleTech. um i never would have guessed 30 years later, knowing all these people, Jordan Wiseman and Mitch and Russ and PGI and, and you guys and being a part of this awesome community and this game. Uh, and I, you know, basically, yeah, sniff, who's crying? Um, where the potential is for all this to go with if Phil and I live in the same area, uh, it gets me excited more probably than I've been excited uh in quite a while because of all the things that we can do. So I need uh, your guys' with help. With you guys and for you guys, yeah. Coming up with strategies and tactics. To, to get me there, to, to keep get me there. him here. I mean, you know, like, I'm like, what can we do? You know, oh, that's what it was, sell my wife. Yeah, I was saying you need to sell my wife on 
the idea uh, the idea of living in North Carolina. I don't know, man. You know, two cows and a goat. That's 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 pretty up there. Like, <laughs> I would need I would need a, a house where I could keep goats and camels and stuff. But anyway, um, that's it for now. We will be back next Wednesday. We'll do another podcast. But in the meantime, obviously, uh, we got Phil streaming every day, uh, maybe Thursdays, and uh, we have the town hall coming up this Friday night, six p.m. Pacific. 9 p.m. Eastern. It'll probably be another crazy three, four. I don't know. Oh, and, and as I quoted or I said in uh, chat, I will not be drinking Scotch ale or any alcoholic beverage on the town hall. It was fun and fun times were had afterwards, except when Mama Bear kicked I, me I off. Guess, I guess I get to, I turn into a mean drunk or something uh, during during the town hall. People were saying I I get a little uh, bitchy or something like that. But uh, yeah, you you get into um, you turn I, into just, what, I don't man? know, goofy drunk. I, I have a good time, man. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah. Just saying. But anyways, guys. I'm cringeworthy. But anyway. Um... <laughs> I just want to say a big thank you to our community, our listeners, new and old, our, our subs, our Patreons, our Twitch viewers, subscribers, our guys that help out. Thank you to Zwef, hashtag Candy Legs for life. And, of course, uh, I just want to say thank you guys for your continuing support. And, uh, you know, again, it's 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 crazy. We hit 10K on here, and then we're, we hit, uh, we're on our way to, like, 13K on, on um, YouTube. And, you know, that means a lot to us. So They love us, Phil. Yeah. yeah. So um, I just want to say thank you again. Don't forget, if you do want to help support us here, uh, we've got a Patreon. We've got a Twitter, Facebook. If you're new to the channel, maybe you've never followed us, uh, well, click that button down below. That way you guys get all those notifications. And, of course, I just want to say thank you again to all of our new uh, followers and our resubs, Adestria, four months, Zoo, three, Azure, three, and Kionin for four months. Thank you, guys. Thank you to our new and used followers we appreciate it <laughs> all the used anyways guys this was your local no guts no galaxy mechware podcast signing off for tonight this is phil and this is darren until next time mech warriors is this where we sit here awkwardly and do you know when i la cut la it la. off and you don't know yep. it's like you know yep 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 good night everyone hashtag goodbye Love you long talk.
appreciate it there. That's what I wanted. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Dom or Conquest? Conquest all the way, baby. Get them sea bills. Oh, Conquest damn. Alpine. Oh, it's Conquest Alpine. Yes, in general, you learn more on Conquest with sea bills. Huh. And, of, and of course, uh, as normal, uh, Darren and yeah, Phil, you, um, this is probably going to be my really last really drop. <laughs> I've already been streaming for like thousand out of uh, Conquest before. Over five hours. Yeah, my average Conquest <laughs> is like 350k versus Skirmish, which is like 220. Oh. Uh, that's the problem. I don't do well in Conquest. 